terror. GearWebsites.com is your source for firearms-based playing cards and books. We also have mugs, shirts, and posters with designs that we've made live. Of course, we have patches. Every Friday is Free Patch Friday. We appreciate your support. Thank you for shopping at GearWebsites.com. That one is a lot shorter than I thought it was going to be, so I don't play that one as often as I do the others. Welcome, everybody, to our Daily Gun Show. We come to you live every weeknight at midnight Eastern, and we talk about guns for an hour or so. So tonight is a very special night for the Second Amendment. We call it Two-Way Tuesday, and on Tuesdays, we focus on a little amendment we like to call the Second Amendment. Because here's the deal. We go live every night in the middle of the night because <clears throat> this is what we can go live for the people that are up resetting the world, fixing everything and building everything and refilling everything and doing all this stuff that takes is taken for granted by everybody else. And we can just have our run of the place because nobody's awake right now. We can do whatever we want. So uh, we got no time slots. We can uh, take, a take as many as long as we want out here. And since I've got this time to do whatever I want with, I decided let's use that time constructively instead of doing what a lot of people do with their time with you, and that's waste it. I'm not interested in wasting everybody's time. I think we can uh, do a lot better if we uh, pay attention and uh, just put a little effort into what we do so that instead of observing, we participate. It's a lot more fun, and you get a lot more out of it, in my opinion, and we make some changes, right? We change the place that we live on called the world. So let's change the world. Uh, Mondays, we motivate people, give them some inspiration, some motivation, some direction. And uh, we talk to Second Amendment activists. We, uh, we get real, right? We talk about the tools, the techniques, the software and the, the tool, the, the, the cameras and the equipment and stuff. On Tuesdays, which is today, we'll be talking about Second Amendment. On Wednesdays, we have a little fun, and we do the tactical quiz, and we talk about pop culture, stuff like that. On Thursdays, we talk about travel and training, two of my passions. And then on Friday, we look back and acknowledge everybody else that's been doing important stuff focused on the Second Amendment, and we do our best to uh, promote and create reach, create... Uh, awareness of what other people are doing that's focused on the Second Amendment. That's how we learn. That's how we get larger and how we uh, evolve our conversation. On Saturdays, we get Clover and Tony together and we chat about uh, asking, answering gun questions for folks. And on Sundays, I do uh, a look at Instagram and what people are doing on Second Amendment on Instagram. That's the week. Today's Tuesday. Let's dig in. So that we do this live, I can mention when we do it, but we do it live so that we can use, you know, utilize or feature the interactive portion of the internet, the part of the internet that's useful. And tonight we're talking about Louisiana, if I remember right. Is that the right? No. Wait, what town are we talking about? Do I even have it anywhere? I don't even have the thing open right now. So let me try getting some stuff open here. 
been working on a project and I'm going to attempt, since I'm not really using my screen tonight, I'm going to attempt to leave this project open while we're live. South Carolina. Oh, no, I was completely wrong. So we're going to be looking at South Carolina, the Carolina that's directly south of the North Carolina. Uh, let's see. Woods is saying, I love Charlie's comment that someone did show MF for a year. Oh, that someone did a show for a year. Um, well, that was back in the day, too. That was uh, James Kalita, who did everything before everybody, really. And then uh, before that, of course, it was Ken Blanchard. All right, so uh, I'm going to undo my camera here. Boom. This is the book we're looking at. I'm going to turn on my camera. That'll wash everything out well. I added a new light, this light. So we'll see if that warmer orange light helps wash everything out. This is a booklet, a uh, thing you can purchase over at our gear website store. We had a commercial for that a little earlier in the show. Uh, Gearwebsites.com is a store that we have. We sell things like these books. We sell things like our 3D printed stuff. We have uh, some patches and some decals and some other things. Uh, if you want to check it out, feel free. And when you purchase stuff over there, it helps us keep continue to do what we're doing. I got the hiccups. I'm going to drink some coffee. Let you all take a look at the back of this book while I'm doing that. I poured a bunch of coffee earlier. And then Barbecue was over there with all kinds of his rhetoric. And then I couldn't drink any coffee because I was so busy refuting his rhetoric. That, uh, let me kill some mosquitoes real quick. That now I'm tired because I didn't drink enough of my coffee. So do I blame Barbecue for that? Yeah, of course I blame him for that. South Carolina. There's South Dakota. I think it'll be right near there. It would have been nice if it was right near there, but it ain't. So that means it'll be the opposite of right near there. It'll be far from there. So I'm going to the other side of the book. Oh, it's too far. So we'll eventually find it, maybe. Utah, Tennessee, South Carolina. There we go. All right, so what we're looking at is a booklet, I think I was explaining, called 50 States of 2A. Uh, it's an attempt to take our Minuteman University project and put it on a, or put it into paper so that you can hold it in your hands, so that you can fiddle with it like I'm doing here. You can make videos with it etc. If you have to light a fire, it's better than the internet. So uh, each state gets a page. Some states don't have as much to say, and South Carolina is in that situation. So we've got some other stuff we'll talk about that's on the page to fill it up. South Carolina was the eighth state. They're one of the first states. That's why they're so snooty. And uh, they were in uh, admitted to the Union in 1788, so they've been around for a while. Part of the first 13 is what I believe they call themselves. Uh, they're one of the stars, you could say, right? So uh, they have a state constitution. Article 1, Section 20 of that constitution states, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. Hmm, somebody was copying off of somebody. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be in... Come on, seriously? So, hmm, their Second Amendment is a complete ripoff of the real Second Amendment. So, I don't know. Did anybody realize that? That 
South Carolina is a complete ripoff? Did I do is that a typo? Or did they really just rip off our constitution and put it in? Talk about copying. All right, so the next thing is open carry. It's prohibited in South Carolina. I didn't know that, that's weird. So not very many states have prohibitions on open carry. And you typically think of South Carolina being a gun-friendly state, so that's surprising to me. Concealed carry? Well, maybe I'm wrong. Do you consider South Carolina to be a gun-friendly state? We got concealed carry since 1996 is shall issue, which is the good kind, 308,000 permits. So you might go, big deal. How do I know how big that is? Is that, What is that in relation to something else? So here we go. One of the things we have listed in this book is the number of CCW permits per state. 300,000 in South Carolina places its square in the dab right between Oklahoma and Kentucky. Kentucky having 311,000, almost 312,000. Oklahoma having 283,000. So South Carolina, in the column of the most, see there's the least over here, the most of CCW permits, but in the mid, you know, they're not a lot. They're, they're more than a lot of states, but they're not the most. Because what happens is you get from 300,000, pretty soon you get to 500,000. And then you're really talking. So some of these, you're close to them on the list, but you're not close to them in number of permits. But nothing to sneeze at. I don't know what the population of these states at are. Uh, maybe if we did another update to this, I might take the population of the state and incorporate it into the number of permits issued to get a, a percentage. And that might give us a little more in, insight as to how 2A the state is. Gizzard is saying... When you consider that Oklahoma, state with a panhandle, is constitutional carry, then their number is even more impressive. You mean Oklahoma's number is even more impressive now that even though they have a panhandle, they also have constitutional carry. I agree. I don't, you know, I don't condone panhandles, but I agree with what you're talking about with the rest of the state. You know, there's a panhandle of Oklahoma. Let's take a look at what we're talking about here. There's a panhandle of Oklahoma. I need to poke with something. Let me grab something to poke with. I'm going to poke with these scissors. There's a panhandle of Oklahoma. There's a panhandle of Texas. If you cut that off, both of those panhandles off, which a lot of people would suggest they have no right to in the first place, you cut those panhandles off like decent states, and guess what? You get a decent square state, and you can call it whatever you want to call it. I don't care. Let those people, here's the sort of thing. Let those people decide what to call it. And now they get all the helium from, from uh, Armorillo. They get a gun museum. There's a gun museum in Armorillo. And, of course, there's just barren wasteland in this, um, in this uh, what do you call that thing? A uh, panhandle. See, I forgot what they're called because nobody wants them. Also, New Mexico. They got a panhandle. They'll act like they don't. Let's not forget about this right here. Panhandle. Alaska, panhandle. Come on. Look at Texas. They're like panhandle, but what do they got going on over here and over here? They're like, they got like three panhandles going on. I agree with Gary about the uh, panhandle situation. All right, let's get back to it. Let's stop talking about panhandles and get back to constitutional carry. Dun, dun. They don't have constitutional carry yet. Is that true? Am I missing something? Because this is an old publication. So what I'm going to do is head over to 
Minuteman University and just do a quick double check because I can't remember anymore. We have so many states with constitutional carry. I can't keep up with them all. So I'm heading over to, what do you mean I'm headed over to? I go over here on this monitor and I'm headed over to the left side here or right side here. Constitutional carry, there it is. Clicking on that button. South Carolina is still red, so we're good to go. No, no constitutional carry yet. How far away is, is South Carolina from constitutional carry though? That's a question. Does anybody know? Let's see. Have you ever thought three of the four states that have a panhandle have constitutional carry? Well, I do believe if you cut their panhandles off, like should be done, uh, then those panhandles, the new states, would have constitutional carry also. So I agree. Well thought out. That only that kind of good thinking comes from a state from that doesn't have a panhandle sticking out of it. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the kind of thinking that you need panhandle as states to come up with. Uh, constitutional carry, not yet. That's too bad. Next, suppressors for hunting. They don't have it. So that means they have restrictions on suppressors for hunting. I feel like that means South Carolina has a lot of poachers because decent states that don't have poachers don't prohibit suppressors when hunting. Right? That's all I'm saying. I'm just saying that the states that prohibit suppressors for hunting, it's sort of like admitting you have a lot of poachers. So it's better optics for your state to get rid of that suppressor uh, prohibition. State firearm? Not yet. So that's a good question. What firearm would the state firearm of South Carolina be? I think I know what a lot of people would answer, and I know what some people would never answer. So I'm interested to hear what people are going to answer for that. Which firearm should be the state firearm of South Carolina? We'll see if anybody answers that live. Second Amendment Sanctuary. Six out of the 46 counties of South Carolina are Second Amendment sanctuaries. So that's pretty good. It's better than nothing. A dagger because uh, of the Palmetto dagger. Uh, let's see. Our peninsula is okay for a state or not rectangular enough. What? See, that's what I figured. People are going to start saying PSA. All right, so uh, let's get into some of the organizations, activists, uh, industry, inventions that are from the state. We've got Quail Unlimited, started in 1981. And from, 2000, uh, from 1981 until 2010, it was in South Carolina. Then in 2013, it, or maybe 2010, and I don't have it typed in here right, uh, they booked over to Georgia. Or maybe in 2013, they booked over to Georgia until currently. Some I feel like that's a typo, but looks like Quail Unlimited booked from South Carolina to Georgia at some point. Now, uh, one of the places that we like to post videos is called GunTube.org. It's a video hosting uh, platform uh, service that's free to use that's provided by gun owners for gun owners, specifically for hosting pro 2A and pro gun videos. I've been using it since 2018 when it was founded. And of the organization's uh, online services that came around as a, a alternative and a addition to the YouTube platform, uh, this is the one that's, one, being run by a dude who many of us know, Mike, from South Carolina, 
Night Strike on the YouTubes. Many of us know him and have known him the whole time he's been doing it. He's authentically doing it. There's not one fake thing about that project. Everything about it, you either know or you know somebody who knows the backroom stuff about it. Uh, and it's happened past gun streamer, past uh, gun channels, past full 30, past UGE tube, past whatever it was called before that UGE tube. Uh, so this one's lasted longer than anything and continued to be true to hosting video stuff. It's allowing channels and platforms to have a presence when they get kicked off of the big platform. So if you're looking for something to support that couldn't be more authentic and valid and useful to the to the uh, community and to the industry, uh, check out guntube.org. Uh, let's see, then we've got the National, what is this? National Wildlife, no, National Wild Turkey Foundation, Federation. Founded in 1973 in South Carolina. Do they even have turkeys there? I guess they must have turkeys back east because Benjamin Franklin was eating them, right? So I feel like everything back east got hunted to extinction, but maybe I'm wrong. So National Wild Turkey Federation. Uh, we know about that one in Tucson because we've got a bearded something or another turkey out here that nobody else has. So if you want to collect all the turkeys in the country... I think it's a turkey that comes from Mexico. Like the only place you can get it is in our desert out here. At least that's if I remember right. So every once in a while we get, when I was working with a lot of hunters, we would get a lot of people out here just for those specific turkeys. There's a couple of critters that are kind of unique to out here. Then we have Piedmont Technical College uh, in Greenwood, South Carolina. That is uh, one of the gunsmithing schools in the country. Founded in 1966, they did their first classes. So that's a technical college worth checking out. I don't think I've heard anything bad about it. And I think I've seen some videos where people were at Piedmont. Oh, let's see. Washington has a peninsula in the ocean. Well, that's a peninsula. Peninsula is not a panhandle. Uh, peninsulas are decent and you allow people to get to them by water. So they're actually good for the environment. They create coastline. Uh, they have lots of wild turkeys in South Carolina. It says G23. Okay. Uh, we have wild turkeys all over East Washington. I think every place has wild turkeys, I think, but I'm not sure. Um, and then we've got FN. So FN started in Belgium, of course, in 1889, but then they opened a U.S. factory in 1981 in Columbia, South Carolina. Interesting. Then you've got pa pa Palmetto State Armory, uh, in, established in 2008, and they have multiple locations now in South Carolina. That's one of those companies that you either love them or you hate them or you don't know what I'm talking about. Then you got Daniel Defense, started in 2004 in Georgia, moved or created a facility in 2012 in Ridgeland, South Carolina. Daniel Defense also. Some people think they're awesome. Other people wouldn't even consider owning a Daniel Defense. Then you've got Automag, uh, so 44 Magnum Automag, the most powerful handgun ever created, founded in 2015 in Loris, South Carolina. So. There was Automag in California, AMT, and then there was this Automag Limited. So this is a new incarnation 
from whatever 2015 of the automag not sure if they're still in business so someone would have to tell us um g23 is saying he's hit a wild turkey in oregon you mean like a fifth of wild turkey <laughs> see i knew that was coming uh did the bottle hurt your tire oh snap nice uh let's see so there we go so that was south carolina I'm not saying there's nothing else going on in South Carolina. I'm just saying that's all I could find from South Carolina. Now, do I got ultimate resources and all the time in the world? So I just sat around researching South Carolina for a week? No. I have a bunch of stuff that's in Minuteman University, the website, and I filtered all this stuff from South Carolina, and this is what I came up with. So it's possible, in fact, very likely, that I'm missing a lot of information about South Carolina. Because, I mean, look at how much information I have about Kansas, for crying out loud. So if you know stuff about South Carolina, this is not a lecture. This is a sharing of what I've got in a project that a Patreon's, oh, snap. We've been doing this whole show for free. Let's uh, put a banner up over here to thank our Patreons, the people that make it possible for us to spend time on projects like this. There's more than one of us here. There's me and some others. And we're able to do what we're doing based off the servers and the software and the stuff that's record, you know, it's necessary to keep all this stuff running the printer and the ink and then of course learning how to print because you probably you can run into problems like this when you don't know how to print and you're learning how to print so uh thanks to those patreons that make it possible for us to do what we're doing but uh again this is uh an opportunity to share what they allowed us to create this isn't necessarily a lecture this is by no means everything that's going on in south carolina so everybody this tuesday show is in intended to start conversations not be the conversation so if you know of stuff that we're missing by all means please let me know uh the goal is to have this as useful and complete as possible uh to be within reason i'm not going to have every single you know fart in the breeze but i'll have everything i possibly can that's related to second amendment and gun re gun related if possible so with that getting in mind, let's talk about stuff that's almost not even adjacent to guns, except for that there's guns in some airplanes. There's really nothing that has nothing to do with guns in the Air Force museums. Most of the Air Force museums, except for if you count the guns in airplanes, which you almost never see or never get any kind of information about because they're scared of them because of the Air Force. Um, you know, it's just really the airplanes. However, airplanes are ordnance and they're pretty neat. So, uh, we have fewer Air Force museums than we have Army museums. Now, sure, people like the Army better, so there's going to be more Army museums. And sure, the Army's bigger and better, so there's more Army museums. And sure, every time there's a fort or a base, well, a fort or a post, the Army will create a, a museum so that, because we care. But the Air Force doesn't care so much, and they haven't been around for so long. There's fewer of them. And they're always crashing their stuff. We don't know. Whatever reason, there's less Air Force museums. But they are pretty good. So what they do is they take their old airplanes and stuff, and they put them in these museums. And then, for the most part, they might charge you something, but they're not really that expensive. I go to them, and I'm pretty cheap. So they're for fairly, fairly economical. You get to go in and check out these different airplane museums. So what I attempted to do is keep track of how many airplanes there are. So we got the National Air Force Museum, which is in Ohio, which is the best one. It's called Wright-Patterson. You don't have to go on the base or nothing. You can just go to the, air, to the museum itself. 360 aircraft and missiles. They definitely have missiles and stuff there. Uh, 
Ray Patterson was involved in a lot of the alien stuff and all kinds of testing, cool stuff. So Ray Patterson is just a cool uh, Air Force base to step foot on. And then the museum is freaking awesome. Uh, I can tell you, I've been going to the Wright Patterson Air Force Base Museum since probably the 80s. I don't know, since it's been around, I bet. Well, maybe not since it's been around for a long time, though, since the new building's been around for sure. And uh, it's kind of cool to watch museums grow, especially that one. That's the biggest one. You got the Elgin Air Force Base in Florida. Never been there. Edwards Air Force Base in California. Never been there. Cape Canaveral. Never been there. Dover in Delaware. Never been there. Air Mobility Command. That probably sounds interesting, though. Okay, I guess I've never been to most of these, but uh, 20 aircraft in Louisiana, Louisiana, which was our state last week. Um, 90 aircraft in Utah, which we've never done Utah. Nobody's ever voted for Utah. Oh, shit, we're supposed to be voting for a state. It reminds me, you people are sitting around not voting when instead you should be voting right now. So let's stop everything. Now we have to go do this because nobody did it earlier. So what state should we focus on next week? That is the question. So, we're, oh, snap. I got to go do some stuff before I can even do the thing. Stupid. Hold on. Let me do something. Don't look. Don't look. I'm doing something. All right. Now you can look. Now you can look again. So we're going to come back over here and click on this. Click on this, click on this, and then the options for next week are Vermont. Should we talk about Vermont? Or should we talk about Oregon? Oregon. Or should we talk about Washington? Washington. Or should we talk about New York? New York. So now the people that are watching this live have the extraordinary opportunity to, to uh, uh, what's the word? Dang it, I can't think of the word. Anyway, they're going to be uh, creating the destiny for the show next week. Maybe that's the way I say it. No, that's not a good way to say it. Look, you can snap like this, and then a little while later, my hand will come back and snap again. The trick is then to come back and snap like this right before your hand comes back. Oh, I didn't do it good. And then point like that. And then what'll happen is you can see that it's happening way in there, right? Then eventually that hand will come in and snap and point. But now this hand, the middle hand, will come in and point at that last hand. I didn't time it very well. So now we'll come in and snap, and then we'll come in and point. And then we'll see how that snap and point goes down through time. This is when they talk about spending time on the internet. This is how you spend the time. That's not working very good at all. You know what it is? It's the extraordinary lag from StreamYard. I feel like back in the day when we would do Hangouts, I could play with that a little bit better. All right, well, so now we're uh, going to be voting on, or y'all are going to be voting on what state we're going to be talking about next week and i'll continue on with these uh museums so a bunch of different ones 80 aircraft in georgia i didn't even know there was air force in georgia seems like stuff would rust in georgia uh peterson air force base in colorado springs i feel like that one's probably pretty good south dakota 
I'm pretty sure I drove past that one one time. And then you got Nellis Air Force Base in Las Vegas. I've uh, shot many, many guns on Ellis Nellis Air Force Base, uh, which is just outside of Vegas, uh, the city of Las Vegas. And then uh, Warren ICBM and Heritage Museum in Cheyenne, Wyoming. What? I definitely need to go there. You know what I missed on here, though? Stupid. I don't have the Titan II Intercontinental Ballistic Missile Silo on here. Dumb. So, uh, yeah, I can't believe I missed that. So that's a stupid thing to not have on here. Or a good thing to not have on here. Uh, let's see. So that was Air Force Museums. That's what we happen to have underneath South Carolina. Let's take a look at some of the other stuff. I don't know if I've ever done this before. Some of the other things that are listed in those sections on the states that didn't have enough 2A to fill a whole page. Firearms radio shows. Second Amendment podcasts, gunsmith schools, outdoor shooting ranges, gun shows, like the biggest gun shows in the country, Firearms Hall of Fames, Olympic shooting, CCW resources, and that's like Olympic shooting uh, history. Past Gun Rights Policy Conference locations. Gun Rights Policy Conference is coming up in just a couple of weeks. Uh, firearms museums. That's not the one we just looked at. Famous females in Second Amendment. Yeah, there's females in Second Amendment. Some of them are famous. Indoor ranges, as opposed to outdoor ranges. The Army Museums, as opposed to Air Force Museums that we just looked at. Hunting organizations, states with constitutional carry, which we didn't even look at, and it's a little bit outdated. Uh, past NRA meetings, the CCWs per state, that's what we looked at on page 48 earlier. Suppressors for hunting, we talked about that, but didn't look at that chart. 2A rallies, because I posted this in 2020. In the beginning of 2020, we had an unprecedented number of 2A rallies. I guess that's going to be over here somewhere. I would think it's going to be right at the front of the book. No, it's going to be right at the back of the book. Where did I have them? All right, so if this was the back, two pages in, three pages in, that doesn't make sense. So let's just go look at what page that was on. Two air rallies, page 52. So yeah, that would have been effectively the last page of the book, I thought. So if it's not this page, it would be the back of the page that we're on. No. All right, I can't find them. So um, what else do we have on here? State firearms. There's 10 states with state firearms now, just like some states have a state tree or a state bird or a state insect. They have state firearms. And then the D.C. Project Delegates, an outdated list, but a, an attempt to uh, promote the ladies that were uh, going to the D.C. Project each year. And then the states of constitutional carry on page 57. I don't know what that guy is. I think that's the last page, this thing. So where the heck are those 2A rallies? If that's Alabama and that's Arizona, then it doesn't make any sense. What did I say? Page 52. So 53. Dang it. Page 52, there they are. So that's how many 2A rallies we had potentially going to happen in 2020. 
so we had had the the rally in DC, the first DC rally happened in November of 2019 and they scheduled one for October. All of these rallies were gonna happen throughout the year. Arizona did happen, New Mexico did happen, a couple of four or five, Virginia happens the same time as SHOT Show. And then everything got crazy in March. So most of these never happened. Most of them, the VCL Lobby Day happened in February before, but everything else pretty much got canceled. And then we had 2021 with effectively no rallies. Now we've got a 2022 and we've had about seven or eight, I don't know. Michigan still has a rally coming up uh, and then that's about it. We've got the DC rally. Uh, the, the DC project has a DC rally coming up on the 17th of um, September this month. All right, so I'm going to shut the camera off. I don't think there's anything else um, worth looking over here. Yeah, I don't have anything fancy or anything good. Got a $2 bill. That's somebody defaced by writing. I drew hemp on it. What do you think of this kind of graffiti on a $2 bill? This is the card. This is the kind of money you take to the dog track and you you bet on a dog running around a circle. And then they defaced it by putting graffiti on there. All right. Well, I'm flipping this over to the screen. I'm going to bring Sharon in. Sharon, if you would. Uh, Sharon, uh, could you come in here? Sharon. Oops, what did that say? Mute website notifications. What does that mean? All right, screen Sharon, please come in. There we go. And we've now brought in Sharon. Screen Sharon. I can get this out of my face. A lot more comfortable. It's actually very awkward to have that webcam right in front of my face the whole show. And I have to read through it. I can't see what's going on. So two ATF agents voted for Oregon. Oh, here we go. Let me put this over here. Forgot that I've screen sharing all of a sudden. So let me cover up some of the stuff that you shouldn't be seeing. Don't look at this stuff. Secret. There. All right. All right. All right. So we've got a couple of votes. Oregon and Washington are the only two being voted on this week. So what's happening there? We don't know. Uh, I don't think... I can re reasonably expect to get 10 votes today. I just don't think it's going to happen. When we get 10 votes, it will end. Let's just put it that way. Whether or not it's reasonable to expect 10 votes today, it's unreasonable. I don't think we're going to get 10 votes. Uh, I thought it said seven votes, and now it says six votes. So I don't know how that even happened. That type of $2 is required at a place that has skin glitter. Are you allowed to use $2 bills at those places? I'm assuming we're talking about a place where they shoot 9mm. They always wear glitter. All right. So this is probably annoying. Um, I don't need to close that. All right. I don't need to have that open, I guess. Um, yeah, Night Strike. Uh, well, I didn't give Night Strike a link for one thing, but he's not uh, up this late usually. He goes to sleep earlier than this. 
Let's see, how the CC laws came about in Washington is interesting court case, if I remember right. You know, Washington has been one of those states that's been on my radar way before I was even into two-way activism or anything, because it's just a person who was interested in parts kits and AK parts and building and stuff like that. Hold on, what the hell is on my floor? I hope I dropped some chocolate, because otherwise there's a lizard-sized poop on my floor. Um, I think it's chocolate. I don't think a lizard came in here and pooped. It's possible that a lizard came in here and pooped, but I don't think it did. Uh, so anyway, the laws in Washington were pretty weird. You couldn't own full auto triggers there, and there was a big deal about being able to buy stuff from Washington or sell stuff to Washington, and that's when I started realizing that states just have their own weird ideas of stuff, and Washington was one of those states that was like, I'm just going to indiscriminately pick some dumb thing that you can't have, full autos. You can have everything else, but no full autos. Like somehow that's going to save everybody. I always thought that was weird. But uh, then just being aware of that and then living life, there's been always, pretty much every time I've been online, let me think here. Not necessarily back in the days of gun chat. This is how it went. AOL, for me at least. Well, I guess before AOL there was other stuff, but there were loose, loosely coordinated things before AOL. Then there was AOL and the AOL key, uh, chat rooms. And then you could get together with people of similar interests and, you know, whatever, people that you wanted to. And there was there was rooms for that. You could go hang out with people that you wanted to. You could start to learn stuff and uh, find stuff that you were looking for from other people, not just from search engines. Search engines happened, but then there was forums. So first it was AOL, then it was forums. And then it was when from forums, you know, you had, uh, well, probably it could say YouTube originally. And then you had Facebook and stuff like that. So, you know, these different levels. So back in the forum days, we had gun chat. It was our forum. And then whenever YouTube, you know, we had the YouTube conversations. But then, uh, and yeah, it was the first gun channel to ever do a live chat on a Thursday. I remember you can go look and look for my first live chat. And that'll be the first live chat that a gun channel ever did. Because I was the only gun channel doing them. And I was the first one to do them on YouTube. So, uh ever since they've been doing that so that's from 2012 ish to um you know now but then they came up with oh other things you got your uh your hangouts was the first well before there was hangouts and then there was hangouts and now there's the stream yard there was a couple of things in between but then you got your discords and stuff so you got your your different ways to communicate for sure and uh all throughout those times, except for gun chat, there's been somebody from Washington around. So I think people from Washington have internet, like that's part of the thing from internet, people from Washington, because of Microsoft probably. And then, uh, well, because of Microsoft, they have pipes up there. Some parts of the country still don't have good internet pipes or tubes or whatever you want to call them. We're at six votes. I don't think we're going to get to 10. I think it's unrealistic to expect 10 votes. What? They have nine millimeter brunches midday and then an ex exhibition of dance culture in the evening. In what? In Washington or in Oregon? Uh, the CC, okay, so then we got, 
I've had a CCW since 93, and they were around way before that. Interesting. My friends first started getting CCWs in the 90s, but I don't remember when. It was definitely not that early. There might have been CCWs, but none of us had them. My friends didn't start getting them until Glocks happened because they started carrying them. But, uh, and it probably just became more of a thing like, oh, you can get a permit. I didn't know that. How do you get it? And then they did because before that, nobody bothered and we knew what they were. Um, then we got, there is one of them nine millimeter places in Greenville. There, if you want to go to brunch, they'll make you feel like puking, and then the nine millimeter dances will make you puke. That's gross. Um, it's because of Washington Nintendo that Washington has good internet. Oh, you mean the company or the video games? Like everybody in the state insists on having enough internet connection to play Nintendo? Actually, it's not even Microsoft. You know what it is? It's Boeing and Lockheed and them people. Whenever they were making their rockets and airplanes and whatnot, I'm sure they were like, oh, you know what we need? A chunk of the internet, because I'll bet you the internet even started there a little bit. Oh, and the Nintendo company is in Washington. Cool. I've watched a bunch of uh, history of the internet, uh, history of um, video games, the evolution of video games, evolution of the internet, those kind of shows, but they don't always tell you where the companies are. Sometimes they tell you like what the company did and how it got going or whatever, how it's, you know, interacts with the other companies, but they don't always Aside from saying it's like USA or Japan or whatever, they won't don't always get into where. So that's, I didn't realize. If you would have asked me, I would have said Nintendo's in Japan. I didn't know it was in Oregon. Lake Union has dozens of tech companies. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. You had, from what I understand, you had, um, what are they called? Uh, the first circuits were in fuses or, you know, big glass circuitry and after that got integrated into chips you started to that was mostly used in aviation because now all of a sudden it was rugged small and lightweight so everything about that lent itself to flying so i would make sense that the aviation industry would have had a lot of tech associated with it like adjacent to it nintendo is based in japan that's what i thought G23 is saying Nintendo's in Washington. Well, obviously there's a discrepancy about everyone's opinion about Nintendo. Uh, okay, well, we're still sitting at six votes. It looks like we're going to be going to Oregon, not because of popular vote, but because of a lack of actual vote. A lot of people are going to say, this election was rigged or this election was stolen. But here's the thing. We sat here for like literally 10 minutes waiting for people to vote and they didn't. So is that rigged? I don't know. Was there a lot of people bullying people? They were about to vote and then they got bullied out of voting. I don't know. I can't be in you know, charge of everybody's clicking if they click or not. You can only create the place for them to click. You can't make them click. Um. Do, 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 they're having 
do-do-do fighting about Nintendo. You should have a Nintendo game about it. There should be a Nintendo game about the origin of Nintendo and how you find the source of the Nintendo power. And then if you win the Nintendo game, they give you a piece of Nintendo stock or something. Oh, you little fucker. This fly came flying literally in some kind of a kamikaze run from my keyboard. Somehow it got onto my keyboard and flew right up into my, between my eyes. It was super creepy. And then it flew away before I could kill it. But that was a aggressive and suicidal fly. Very aggressive. Unnecessarily aggressive fly maneuver. What the hell? A lesser podcast host would have freaked out. If I shot 9mm for a living, right? When I, if I was one of these people on the pocket of big 9mm, little 9mm, and I was shooting 9mm for a living, and I would, you know, got all feeble and weak from shooting 9mm constantly, and then that just happened to me, this fly just attacked me out of nowhere, I would have fallen over. I wouldn't even have been able to keep my balance and stay in this chair. I would have fallen right over out of scaredness. Luckily, I haven't uh, hobbled myself that, with that type of situation. All right, well, I've wasted enough of everyone's time here attempting is everything I could to wait for 10 votes. We're just not going to get them. We're not going to get 10 votes. Woods is saying, I have friends at work at Nintendo USA. Now see what's happening? Here's, here's how the things change. Notice how all of a sudden, just like it's always been there, now it's Nintendo USA in Richmond. See how that happens? Before it was Nintendo. And now Nintendo USA in Richmond. Nice. Nice example of how we get marginalized. We just got marginalized right there. Everybody who had the one situation going on with Nintendo just got marginalized over into Nintendo USA. Uh, I've literally been there, and it's massive. Here's I would have more respect for Nintendo USA Richmond if the building looked like a giant NES video game system. I don't care which one because I don't know what they look like, but... I think it would be cool if the buildings looked like their video game systems. Like the big ass Atari building would look like a big ass Atari 2600. I know what that looks like. Or like a Game Boy. That would be cool. And next we'll be seeing Nintendo quote or comma Japan. J-A. What's the abbreviation for Japan? Do they have an abbreviation? J-A? J-P? All right. Well, I think now it is. Oh, I closed the poll. Oh, my goodness. We still got six votes on the poll. Are you kidding me? Come on, man. What do I got to do? Uh, the reasons the owner of Nintendo bought the Mariners is Nintendo. Is that a sports? If they owned the sports team, they should make them wear some kind of uniforms that looks like 16-bit or something like that. And they should throw around a square ball that looks like 16-bit. I don't know if that's football or baseball or soccer or whatever it is, but they should have to kick around like a, a ball made out of squares. I got a million of them. So uh, with that, here's what's going on this week in 2A because we're trying to get to 10 votes over there. Not this weekend, but next weekend is Dragon Man's Machine Gun Shoot. Not this weekend, but next weekend is the DC Projects Rally in, in uh, 
DC. That's on the 16th. This weekend on the 10th is the uh, Top Gun uh, Invitational at Cape Gunworks in Massachusetts. I don't know of anything else. At the end of this month, we've got the Gun Rights Policy Conference. Baseball? Well, then, yeah. Then if it's baseball, they should have to throw around a little cube, and their helmet should look like mushrooms, I guess. And the bases should look like coins. Come on. i got a million of them. I know everything about video games, and I know how to adapt video games to sports. It's one of my... It's one of my uh, special powers, one of my uh, extra abilities. I've got such knowledge of sports and video games, uh, I'm able to meld them expertly, like a, like some kind of an artisan. Uh, all right, so we're never gonna get to 10 votes. I'm gonna end the poll. We're going to talk about Oregon next week. And guess what we're going to have to also do now? Because, well, we ended the poll. So we're just going to act like we got 10 votes there. We're just going to ignore the fact that we uh, didn't get all the votes. But what we have to now do is I have to come up with another state to fill in the place where uh, Oregon was. <clears throat> so now I get to go find out more about Oregon and... Uh, Write it down in that book if I don't know about it already. I don't know if uh, anything has changed. If anybody wants to send me any kind of Oregon updates, I'll take them. Uh, does anyone watch the sports ball? I don't find too many people with uh, in the gun realm, in my experience. Gun people are usually into like hunting, which is during sports, or into fishing, which I think is during sports, or they spend their money on guns, not sports or they hang out with other gun people who never deal with sports so when i think of sports i think of like the shooting sports like competition and like all the different uh running around with a handgun type of sports but then also all the type of olympic marksmanship sports and i think that's where we end up chatting about it so there might be a couple of sports people but i can tell you after however many years i guess from 2000 and five to 2017 so my 12 years hanging out at a gun shop not quite daily but ever all the time i mean i i think i probably must have seen somebody walk in with a sports shirt at some point but i can't remember and i've never heard a conversation about sports in a gun shop in the gun shop i was in maybe they talked about hockey once in a while because there was a hockey team i don't know if it was the college or something so there was a hockey team and a couple of them went there, but they would go there to drink and hang out in the crowd because nobody else would go there and they could drink and hang out in the bleachers or whatever. And then they watched, they didn't watch the hockey. So I don't know how many people, uh, if that's a, I think that's fairly common. I think there's just too many other things to spend your time and money on when you're into guns. Some hunting people might not be into guns and then they might be into hunt into sports. But I don't know. But I think there's a line between sports and most gun stuff. I don't know. I think you could put out some kind of polls and figure that out. That might be one of the ways that they're able to divide everybody. 
because you don't have to have much. I don't think you have to have much into sports. All you got to do is watch it, pay attention to it. And now you're a sports person, right? To be a gun person, you kind of have to, you know, pay attention and be able to hold the conversation. And I don't know. Maybe it's. I think it seems like it'd be easier to be a sports person than a gun person. I don't think you have to own a gun to be a gun person, but I think people don't feel like they're gun people till they can hold their own in a gun conversation. And for some reason, that takes people a little while to get into that. But the internet's changing that, and I have no idea what it's like for sports. So, what the hell am I talking about? I have no idea. Uh, let's see. See, that might happen. I wouldn't even know. I'm sure that happens in Wisconsin. Makes me. I feel like people in Wisconsin talk about sports when they go hunting. I don't know why. It's just something. Maybe it's a an unfair thing, but that's what I think. Maybe it's unfair marginalization of of Minnesota of Wisconsin hunters. But I'm gonna go ahead and assume it until somebody proves to me otherwise. Washington is part of the Oregon Territory. Oregon lost a preemption and has two ballot measures to do away with most of 2A. Oh, snap. I like to hear that. You mean like on the books right now? Oh, to do away with, wait, are you saying do away with most infringements or do away with most ability to own? Well, they live cheese. They don't have to talk about what they live so they'll be silently unwrapping a thing of cheese and eating it. Or, you know how some people put like a nicotine patch on their arm? In Wisconsin, it's kind of common practice to take an American cheese slice and unwrap it and put it on your arm to just let it melt into your skin. It kind of gives your skin an orange cheesy glow, which they appreciate. Plus, it makes you and your, and your clothes smell like cheese, which they appreciate. And then it gives you that that cheesy plump complexion that they like and then you know it puffs you up it puffs your arms out they'll put those cheese slices on their bellies and on their legs and stuff too but then you know so i'm saying they don't need to talk about that while they're doing it they're just doing that they'll uh a lot of times they'll wear cheese on their head people think that's a joke or whatever when they go to the sports but at the sports it's just a harder cheese that doesn't disintegrate but in real life they're usually wearing cheese as a hat in wisconsin and a lot of times their seats of their cars are made out of cheese and they buy a seat maybe every couple of days because they're constantly nibbling off the car seats it's a strange place but they don't talk about it much it just happens it's just normal wisconsin type of situation we covered a lot of this when we talked about the 2a in wisconsin a lot of the stuff is written on cheese slices american cheese slices and that's an issue in wisconsin because a lot of times their second amendment gets eaten by people who are making a cheese sandwich or whatever. Let's see. We were the British land north side of the Columbia, Fort Vancouver. Oh, nice. So you're you're admitting that Washington was a bunch of Britishes and Oregon was a bunch of non-British regulars minding their business being infringed by the Britishes. Well, now we know a lot more about that era. I thought that there was something to do with Lewis and Clark. Didn't they book over to that part of the world? George's men because of King George. They probably called themselves George's men because English people like to think of themselves as, you know, being the servants of the royal family. 
All right, well, this ruined this show. The beginning of the show was all 2A. The end of this show is cheese and English royalty. It's horrible. Worst two things, aside from 9mm, if you made 9mm bullets out of cheese and gifted them to the, to the English royalty, that's the only way this show could get worse. Uh, fog breathers, nice. Could call them biscuit. I think Charles called them crumpet eaters, and they got all mad about that. <laughs> uh, for some reason, I don't care if I get British people pissed at me. I don't get that much viewership from Britain. Plus, they're usually bitching at us because of our laws or whatever. So I don't really care if British people get mad at me. I kind of get mad when Australian people get mad at me because I'm just talking shit. I don't have a problem with Australia. Um, I don't like what you're doing to your reefs down there, but I can handle the rest of Australia. And then, uh, uh, you know, no one, no one really talks about the rest of Europe or any of the other continents. So, uh, yeah. Our work is done then. All right. Well, with that, we've figured out what we're going to do next week. We've ruined this show. It's become basically like this show was doing okay, and then a mudslide happened, and the Back end of the show got all muddy and smashed up, so nobody's going to want to look at it anymore. They're not; they're going to be like, "Well, maybe I could salvage it, but I'd have to get all that mud out of there and then fix it up." So I'll probably just let this show go. Maybe next week will be better. We'll be talking about Oregon, and that's a state that has a lot more going on than South Carolina, which nobody even from South Carolina even showed up. I'm just saying they knew it was coming. I posted this like a week ahead of time. They have all the warning in the world. Maybe they don't have internet there. I don't know. Maybe they're too busy making aircraft carriers or whatever they do did you see bob went live he went live during this show which is extraordinarily rude corking is corking in canada of course they only cork left-handed up there otherwise it's still corking so he knew what he was doing he intentionally corked incredibly rude but at least it lets us know he's alive so uh, i didn't watch his show i've been super busy doing other things so i didn't watch his show if anybody watched his show he's talking shit give me uh Timestamps to where he's talking shit, and then I'll make a thing and I'll talk shit, and then you can make timestamps, send it back to him. Otherwise, um, that'll be the end of this one. DJ's posting links to our Patreon. We're saying thanks to the Patreons that make it possible for us to waste everybody's evening like this. Uh, if you want to buy us a cup of coffee once a month, that'll add up with everybody else, a hundred or so other people that buy us a cup of coffee. And let's say a cup of coffee is five bucks. Boom, that's 500 bucks. That's a chunk of the mortgage right there. When you take a chunk of my mortgage and help pay it, bam, I can spend more time working on 2A. It's that simple. Eventually, we'll get this working to where people who are working towards 2A can actually do it full time. That'd be pretty cool. At least in the United States of America, the wealthiest country on the planet. I don't think our Second Amendment should be at risk of having to be protected by people who are working part time or as a side gig and, well, I can, we'll get into it. But yeah, thanks for uh, posting a link to Patreon. Is appreciated. We are losing uh, folks, you know, the economy being the way it is. Hopefully it's just from that and not from lack of interest in what we're doing. But uh, we do appreciate those folks who make it possible for us to do what we're doing. A couple of folks do uh, throw us some support with the Kofi Coffee, it's supposed to be coffee.com. Another way to uh, say thanks to the people that create stuff you appreciate uh let's see bob said he sold most of his guns as did i that's what happens when you get old and you have to pay more bills then 
have time to go shoot them. So that's what happens to a lot of us. All right, well, with that, we're ending it. Thanks for showing up. Here's a brand. Here's a video. Gearwebsites.com is your source for firearms-based playing cards and books. We also have mugs, shirts, and posters with designs that we've made live. Of course, we have patches. Every Friday is free patch Friday. We appreciate your support. Thank you for shopping at Gearwebsites.com. at gunwebsites.com encourage you to take a CCW class every year. Practice once a month and carry every day. Thank you for watching gunwebsites.com.